0: And good morning, friend. Thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful morning. My name is Pastor Gerald, and you are listening to Grace Waves, brought to you by Great Grace Church in South Africa. Our friend, this morning, I would like to share with you the first part of a very beautiful message. Now, this was a message that was preached by Pastor Stevens in 2002. And this message is on the four kinds of friendship. Now, I wanted to share this only for today because it's Throwback Thursday. But because the message is so long, I'm going to be dividing it in two parts. And then next week, we will be continuing our theme on friendship. So today and tomorrow, you'll be hearing the message on the four kinds of friendships. Now, listen very carefully as there's very deep lessons to learn about friendship and how we can be better friends to one another. And that is something that I'll also love to speak about next week is how we can become the best possible friend to our friends, the godly friend that they deserve. So here's the message. And friend, as always, may you have a wonderful day and may God bless you greatly.
1: 1 Samuel 18, I'll read this for you. Came to pass... When he made an end of speaking unto Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day and would let him go no more home to his father's house. Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. Now you notice, constantly, it's talking about Jonathan. He loved David. Number two, a covenant was made by him because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe, gave it to David, the garments, the sword, the bow, and the girdle. And David went out with us wherever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely. And later on it says that Jonathan gave David whatever he desired that he could. We have four kinds of friendship in the Bible. Four kinds. One is a teros. A person who is involved in a relationship out of duty. Out of duty. With many conditions limiting the person from going beyond the conditions that are involved. A person who's involved in a relationship of duty without necessarily having personal affections. A relationship that is acceptable but not intimate And a relationship of personal advantage. Then, the second friendship that we want to bring to our attention is philos. Philos, one who has a human affection and concern, a personal concern. But it's based upon mutual attraction, on mutual things that both people like. The third one is a gappy meno, an intimate friend with whom one constantly shares an inward friendship, such as in Job nineteen nineteen. this is uh, important because in Job 19.19 it says all my inward friends abhorred me and they whom I loved are turned against me. Then the last one we want to mention is Plesion. One that has such a union that they love as their own soul. One who doesn't want to hold back a thing for the other party. Friendship is heart to heart, soul to soul, mind to mind. Samson, for example, was used by his friend, Hushai. It's the kind of friendship that Absalom had with his peers. Jesus used, hey, Tyrus, for Judas, friend, wherefore art thou come? As you and I consider the friendship that Jonathan and David had, the first thing that was knitted together in Calvary's love as one soul by the word of God. And the Bible says that there wasn't a thing that Jonathan would not have done for David. Now, friendships of this kind are very, very rare. One of the highest things that we have discovered in the scriptures is when God was able to call his disciples friends in John 15. Ah oh, Abraham, the friend of God, in james two twenty three May I say this to you today, and I, I say this as we develop this message. A ministry like this one develops friendships. And probably at times the friendships are in the four stages I mention, but hopefully growing. Jonathan purposed to be David's friend. He initiated a covenant. And he loved him as his own soul in 18.3 of 1 Samuel. It surpassed the love of a woman in Second Samuel one twenty six. That means that it was the type of friendship that did not need anything back. With a woman, men want sex. But this friendship did not in any way want something. That that he could give. And so Jonathan stripped himself. He gave up his right to be king with the robe. In verse 4. He gave up his garments. Which means his prestige. His honor as the king's son. He gave up his sword. Which means his war outfit. His bow, which means his specific protection. And his girdle kept everything together of the other things he gave. David was then promoted by Saul and accepted in the sight of all people in 1 Samuel 18.5. But Saul sought to kill him and David was warned by Jonathan. Whatsoever your soul desireth, I will even do it for thee, says Jonathan. And then he came to encourage him. And he said something in 1 Samuel twenty twenty three: The Lord be between you and me forever. Well, this is what Satan tries to counterfeit. He he tries to counterfeit these kind of friendships in Job 41.16. Because these friendships are not found in the political world. As a rule, they're not found in the business world. I think, thank God we have them, but as a rule, they're not. But we have some great ones. These friendships, where a person is more than willing to lay down his life for his friend, Now, if I said to you, what is the thing that perhaps, and gave you an opportunity to think it over on this subject, what is the thing that has hurt you the most in your life? If you ask me that, I would say, thinking I had a deep, deep, deep friend when I didn't. That that would be the answer. So many people when they get married they always say this, and I think it's wonderful. And I'm sure they mean it. My she is my best friend, they say. And then of course after a while, They come in for counseling. And then I always say, is she still your best friend? (laughs) And there's silence on the other (laughs) end. I'm I'm sure she's your friend, but is she your best (laughs) friend? Job got so disheartened from his three friends. And you understand, don't you, that as far as I know, they didn't speak to him for seven days and seven nights. Is that correct? Is that? Yeah. And you also understand that they were filled with accusations that he had sinned. And they didn't worry about telling about it either. And with all that happened to Job, the significant things in their sequence with Job, with every single thing that happened, there's one thing. Sickness, losing your children, your property, your possessions, your health having your wife turn on you, but the only thing that seemed to get him off track was those three friends were not his friends. And that's quite interesting. And the one thing that got him back on track in Job 42, 1-6 was when he repented to God For reacting and disliking them because of what they did. Prayed for them. His blessings returned. So those two things centered around friendship. I had them, then I didn't have them. I think in this ministry, one of the most disappointing things is when... Somebody starts missing church, they won't answer your telephone calls. Here comes the phone, no answer. Because they don't want to be bothered. Well, we shouldn't bother them either. We shouldn't and we don't. But we are a ministry that does communicate. So it's only normal see if anything's wrong. They could have cancer for all I know.